All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, I am so excited to have Jana here again on my podcast. So yes, she just waved hello. For those of you who are listening to this podcast, she just waved hello and I begged her to come back because we did kind of a beginner's episode on Pinterest before, but I wanted her to dive into seven ways to promote your lead magnet on Pinterest because there are so many social media avenues out there and they're all changing. And the one thing that we know is it's so important to get our freebie out there, our lead magnet. And Pinterest is a great place for SEO, search engine optimization. So before I go any further, I just wanna introduce you, Jana. Can you tell everyone again a little about you and why I call you Pinterest queen? Ah, thank you. Yes, yes, I'm Jana and I am a Pinterest marketing strategist and educator and I'll take Pinterest marketing queen that works too. (laughs) (laughs) I will graciously accept the crown and I've been working now for the last seven years, believe it or not, helping online coaches and course creators in particular who use Pinterest to grow their audiences and to attract more perfect fit clients and get more clients. So I use Pinterest a little differently than most people think of it because most people who use Pinterest are using it for their own, looking for ideas to to try and do and buy on their own. And for the coaching set, people who are coaches, there are a lot of people who've already discovered the power of Pinterest, especially over the last seven years since I've been talking about it more, but there's also still a lot of people who don't know a lot about it too. So I love helping people understand how it works and how you can use it to attract clients. So tell me why, and this is basic, but I think it really sets the stage. Tell Mm -hmm. me why you think Pinterest, everyone should be on it. Yeah, such a good question. So I think that, well, there's two reasons why Pinterest, I think, is a really great place to promote your lead magnet, which is what we're talking about today in particular, but they're really the same two reasons that answer your question, in my opinion, you know, what the best things are about it or why, you know, everyone should really consider a Pinterest presence. The first one is that it's a more sustainable long-term kind of platform. So rather than only creating like, let's say, social media posts that are literally designed to disappear so that the next day you have to post another one, (laughs) right? They want you to just like keep giving the social media platforms content because Pinterest is a search engine. When we add pins, which is what we call posts on Pinterest, they can get discovered by people who are searching for things on Pinterest because Pinterest is a search engine for months and years. So our pins last a lot longer than social media posts. So for me, if there's anyone who's out there who's kind of struggling with 
you know, this, the time suck that social media yeah. is and all that engagement that you need to do. Cause we don't have to engage on Pinterest comments and, you know, the dollar 80 strategy and all that stuff. That doesn't, that's not a Pinterest thing, you know, for all those reasons, I, I love Pinterest for it's more low maintenance, but also more long-term visibility when you put content on there. And then I think the second reason why Pinterest is so great and why I love it so much and why I think everyone should consider being on there. And it's a great reason for adding your lead magnets and promoting your lead magnets on there too, is that I believe Pinterest, if you're doing it right, gets your content in front of a more targeted audience because it's a search engine. So yeah. instead of just kind of putting your content out there and hoping that the right people see it on social, because Pinterest is search-based, when people search for your topics, if you're using the right keywords and those types of things, which is an important part of the strategy, people can find your topics your content and you as a, as a coach, when they're already searching for the things that you help with and teach about and create content right, they're around. They're going to go and find it because it's that search engine. I mean, right. yeah. about other search engines, I think of YouTube and it's mm-hmm. one of the things that I say to people all the time, make sure that you are building on a search engine. Yes. Because going and searching on Instagram is almost impossible. I mean, you find like very few people. And so it's not even a place that I go and search. I make Mm -hmm. sure I search with Google and what's going to come up on Google. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of coaches don't realize, especially health coaches, that the types of things people are looking for on Pinterest these days have expanded a lot and are very much in the, in the range of like health and wellness and self-care and self-development. So that's important for people to know too. So let's dive into this nitty gritty. Yeah, different strategies to promote your lead magnet on Pinterest. Yes. Yes. And I am, I will be honest, I'm going to look at my notes because it's seven things. And I feel like my brain is able to memorize five things, (laughs) but seven, I feel goes beyond my, my memorization capacity. So I have my notes in front of me. (laughs) So I'm ready when you are. (laughs) All right. Hit me with number one. Okay. So number one is one of the ones that I'm going to share that is a little bit more traditional. Like some of these things are things that if you are a Pinterest marketer already, which I know some people who are listening are already doing Pinterest. I mean, I have Pinterest, but I wouldn't consider myself a marketer there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, do you put content for your business on there, Rachel? Yes. Oh, you do. Okay. So you really are. I mean, technically that makes you a Pinterest marketer, (laughs) but I I I need this. I need this session today to help me take it to a next level because I know I've been seeing a trend and you and I were talking before we were filming. It's like Mm -hmm. Facebook ads are different these days. You also have a lot that a lot of people that are looking for organic traffic. And I think that Pinterest is one of those areas that we don't talk about enough. Agree. <laughs> agree. Agree. Let's talk I about it all day, every day. <laughs> Let's do a 24 hour uh, Pinterest podcast. Yeah, I mean, that would make me happy, right? It's my passion. But yeah, so I think, so this one's going to be one of the ones that you that might not surprise you, but there are others that, that will surprise you. So the first one is that you can create standard pins on Pinterest that actually have links that point back to your landing pages for your free resources. So I know that your listeners know that when you have a free resource that you're using to grow your email list, i.e. a lead magnet, you also need a landing page. And I know you teach about landing pages too. And so you can actually link your Pinterest pins to a landing page. And every time you create a standard Pinterest pin, you should be adding a link to something, whether it's a piece of content on your website or a landing page or I don't really recommend your homepage, but I would rather have you do a homepage like than a blog, not add a link. Like a blog. Yeah. Right. Like that. Yeah. 
So the first one is you create a standard pin, like using Canva, for example. And when you upload the standard pin to Pinterest, you add your keywords. That's going to be important. And that's a you know conversation for another day, but you want to make sure you're adding some keywords in there. And then you also add a link and you link it to the landing page where someone can add their name and their email to get the freebie. So again, that one's not shocking, but it's obviously got to be on the list because yeah. it's a big part of a, a good lead magnet promotion strategy on Pinterest. Yeah. And then, so what's number two? Okay. So number two is actually one that you started to mention, which is you can reverse engineer your thought process around getting people to want the lead magnet, right? And you can pin, you can create standard pins, like I just described, that link to a piece of content that has the call to action to get the lead magnet, right? Mm -hmm. So you can think to yourself, okay, my lead magnet solves these problems or this problem, right? Because it's usually going to solve like a little problem that someone has, right? So what do they need to know or understand or learn about in order to want to solve that problem and want to grab the lead magnet? And you can write a blog. You can create a podcast episode if you have a podcast, if that's your thing, a YouTube video, if that's your thing. And instead of thinking, okay, I'm going to create it and then I'm going to decide what the call to action is, you can know the call to action is going to be to grab your lead magnet and then create something that'll help people want that lead magnet and then link your Pinterest pin to that piece of content. Great. That so that's number two. I love that. What are some of the strategies for coming up with ideas to like, the juicy content that maybe would stop somebody for like a weight loss freebie? Honestly, I feel like I would, I should ask you that question. You're um, <laughs> the messaging and marketing expert. I have my own ideas, of course, but, um, you know, well, thinking about Pinterest perspective, would yeah. you, would you have some recipes that are like weight loss recipes, fat loss recipes, stuff like that, yeah. that everyone loves on Pinterest? You could pin some recipes. I actually, it's funny you say that. Cause I often say that recipes aren't always the best way to attract action-taking coaching clients. So you also want to pin content that helps them kind of like shift their thought process about something and maybe answer the types of objections that you hear from people when they're considering your programs and things like that. But you could also create, yeah, some recipes for like top of funnel, it's kind of a techie term, but you know, yeah. so, or answering your, your frequently asked client questions. Those are always going to be the best strategies. I mean, I love, you know, answer the public and listening in Facebook groups, social listening, and even Pinterest keyword research can give us loads of ideas about what it is that people actually are looking for and need to right. understand and hear and, and are, are hungry for, right? But if you can find the intersection of what people want and what's going to help them under, like want to grab your lead magnet and get on your email list, I think that's where that magic happens. And you can create content that is going to do both of those things, capture their attention, yeah. really help them. And also bring them down that path that you've laid out for them. I love that. I love you linking back to that YouTube video because I know I've been telling mm -hmm. a lot of coaches, you got to get out there and video. It's such an important thing to have that visibility. Yeah. I was just looking at some stats from a hormone health coach that I work with. She's a long-term client of mine for Pinterest. And we're still seeing visits to her YouTube channel every single day from Pinterest, from pins that we pinned years ago when she was more active on YouTube. She's still active on YouTube, but not as active as she once was. Right. So you definitely can send your Pinterest pins to a YouTube video. And in this case, you know, because we're talking about growing your email list, then use that YouTube video to get them on your email list. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I <laughs> yeah. love that. That would be the one that I would do. Okay. Yeah. And that's a great, you know, you, you make a really good point there too, is like, these are seven ways you can do this. You don't have to do every single one. 
You can pick the one that really aligns with you. And remember, like Janet's keeping it so simple. When you think of reverse engineering, you're thinking of what kind of content you want to create and then leading back to that call to action. Right. Yeah, definitely. All right. You ready for number three? Hit me with number three. All right. So there's a new, a newish format on Pinterest of pins called idea pins which are really fun. They're a little, they're different than the standard pins that just have one image. They're a little bit like, they're called idea pins. I've never seen that. Okay. You might've seen them and not realized it, but they're a little bit like a video. I mean, they are video. They're a little bit like a reel, but they also can have, they're like a multimedia canvas. You can use some video and some images. And so if you like idea pins as a format, and if that's something you enjoy doing, speaking of getting on video, especially not that all idea pins have to be you on video, but they can be, you can create an idea pin that gives kind of an overview of the things that are in your lead magnet. So like if your lead magnet is, let's say, I'm trying to think of a good example, maybe seven ways to banish bloat, (laughs) seven ways to banish bloat. I love it. You know, it could be that you do a an idea pen that just gives the very, very, very tip of the iceberg information about what's in there, right? Or you could even be an idea pen that's like four ways to banish bloat. And you could just give the tip of the iceberg information about four of them and then say, do you want all the, something like, do you want the details? And also like the other three, for example, right? This is where you can get that. And you can bring them to a place where they can get that lead magnet. And some of my other ideas will kind of give you a little more insight into like where they can go to get that from there. Idea pins have not traditionally had links. Wow. They will be getting links soon, according to Pinterest. But for now, there are other ways we can set up a path for people who find your idea pin to then get to your lead magnet as well. But the idea here is creating a lead, an idea pin because they get a lot of reach on the platform that kind of whets people's appetite for and lets them know that you wow. have this juicy resource for them. Or like top foods for belly bloat so that you're giving them like the things that they would want to actually get to know around this topic, making them want to actually travel down that path and that funnel. Mm-hmm. Is that it? I love that. Yeah, I love that. Or it could even be, I mean, you could even, that would be a great idea. And 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 these are all ands. You can do multiple idea pins that promote the same freebie. So maybe another idea for an idea pin would be like the three reasons people experience bloat and then the call to action is I have this resource for you with seven ways to reduce it or, you know, a one week meal plan to reduce it or something like that. Right. Number one thing your doctor's not telling you like all those, all those really juicy ideas. Yes. Yes. Anytime you have a hook that, you know, works, you can use it on an idea pen for sure. Oh, I love that. So you can actually go into the hooks that, you know, work for you on other things and actually use them. That's such a great tip. Yeah. I absolutely. I love reusing the same hooks when, especially when you see your audiences responding to them, like why not reuse them again? So, yep. All right. Number four. Okay. So this one kind of goes hand in hand with all of the others because it's, and if you're going to do one or two of these, I would make this one of them. (laughs) So this one is to feature your lead magnet as the call to action in your Pinterest profile cover image. Oh, wow. That's such a great idea. Yeah, thank you. So a lot of OG Pinterest marketers, even though maybe it's OG Pinterest creators or people who've (laughs) been using Pinterest for their business for a while, there used to be this feeling like, well, people don't really visit your profile. But because of the shifts in the platform, including idea pins, in the last three years or so, a lot of people visit our profiles. And we love that because 
we want people to visit our profiles and learn about us. If our content resonates, we want them to go, ooh, who created this and what else right. can I learn from them, right? So because more and more people are going to your profile, I think you should have, if your main goal with Pinterest is to grow your email list, I think you should have a cover image that gives them a very clear promotion, really a very clear message okay. about, right, what this is, how it's going to help you and where to go to get it. And I've been doing this now for clients for the last couple of years and it's working really well. So I have a pelvic health coach client, for example, who has a quiz and that's the the, the call to action in her Pinterest cover image. I've seen people do uh, PDF downloads, things like that. So you, if your main goal with Pinterest is to grow your email list and you're not using that real estate there, okay. that big right. image up at the top to do that, then okay, you're missing out. That could be a quiz, that could be a PDF download, that could be mm -hmm. a checklist, that could be a masterclass, that could be really anything. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, I love that one. It's more Trina like a Facebook business page. Yeah, exactly. The Facebookers, social media folks, Facebookers in particular have been doing this for a while and it was never really a thing on Pinterest, but in the last couple of years, I've kind of made it a thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I do, I will say so myself. You're the queen of pinning. So of course you made it. Well, a thank you. Well, thank you. So, and it's, but it's working really well. So definitely make that one of the I things you're going to do. I think that's like a no brainer. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And make sure you test it on mobile and on desktop, just as a little pro tip, because the format, there is kind of a special format that you need to use in order to make it look good on both. Yeah. Kind of like uh, similarly to Facebook banners are like that too. So can you just go on Canva and do a Pinterest banner? Unfortunately, no, they don't have it. They haven't gotten the memo yet over at Canva. So, but I, I've created some templates for, for clients and I'd be happy to share them with you if you're, if you would, would like one. Yeah. All right. And then number five, if you're ready, you're ready for five. I'm ready. Okay. Is to create a video pin that shows a section of your lead magnet. So this is kind of similar, but I saw it the other day and I thought it was really genius. What this person did, it was a PDF lead magnet and she brought it up on her phone, I would imagine. And she hit record on her phone and she kind of scrolled through the lead magnet on oh, her phone. Yeah. And then she took that video and she put it into a frame on Canva, like a like an iPhone frame maybe, or maybe it was an iPad frame, like a tablet frame and made like a video. She downloaded that as an MP4 so that it looked like you were looking through your phone at this resource. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. And then she uploaded it as a video pinned to Pinterest and put a little call to action over it that said, you know, just the, a, a one line promo for it. It was like, you know, grab your free PDF and get the, this result basically. And the nice thing about video pins, that's a format on Pinterest as well. There's really three main formats of pins on Pinterest, but video pins do have a link. So it's really easy for people to just link, right? You know, you can link that right to the landing page. So that's idea number five, I think, right? Is to- I love that. I wish, yeah. you know, let's just be honest. I wish I was good at Canva to the level that I could do that kind of stuff, but that's why I hire virtual assistants. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I am not that great. So guys, if you want to do something like that, you can always go on to Fiverr and find mm -hmm. a really great virtual assistant who can do a video pin for you, something like that. Yeah, totally. And really, I mean, you could really outsource that whole process. You could say, yeah. hey, I'd like I'd like to have a video pin in a frame, you know, an iPhone frame or a, a iPad frame. And, you know, you could just send them the PDF of the lead magnet so they can do the video of the lead magnet scrolling yeah. as well. Then you wouldn't like maybe be able to control how fast you scroll or whatever, but you could always like ask them to speed it up. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So I love that. Definitely. So that, I thought that was really clever and I added it to my list. All right. Number six is to create a Pinterest board 
that's just for your freebies and position it at the top of your boards. So I did this for my own profile first, and then I started doing it for some of my clients too. So what I did is I created a board called Jana's Free Pinterest Education or Free Pinterest Resources, something like that, or Free Pinterest Trainings, something along that line. And I put that board, I optimized that board with keywords and I put it up at the top. So I dragged it up to the top. So it's right in the middle. Well, if you're looking at it on desktop, a lot of my people look at my Pinterest on desktop. I can see that. So I like to do it on desktop. So it's in the top row of my boards and it's right in the middle. And then I changed the cover image on that board so that it's different colored than all the other ones. So it stands out. Smart. And then it says right on it, Pinterest freebies or something like that. Free free Pinterest resources. And then in the bottom and little or smaller writing, it says from Jana O. And so that board is front and center on my profile. So again, this is one of those things where more and more people are going to our Pinterest profiles, especially when they see idea pins in particular that show them something that make them think, ooh, she knows what she's doing. I want to learn more from her. They go check you out. And if their eye is drawn and they're looking at your boards and they see that you have free resources, then they could go into that board right. and see that you have- Check out all this different free resources that right. you have, all these right. different freebies. And what I like to do is only have like five pins on that board. I just have one pin that's going back to each one of my main like lead magnets. I don't like to flood that board with a lot of different options because I don't want to overwhelm people. So I just have one for my checklist, one for my masterclass, one for like a free training that I was offering at one point. And I think there's one more on there, but it's just my main freebies. I'm not like putting tons and tons of stuff on that board. I probably have made the mistake. I think I have a freebie board and I have to go back after this and do an audit to see how many I have there. Yeah. So one thing you should do if you're going to go back and look at your freebie board too, is make sure that the board title is named something searchable. So a lot of people make the mistake of calling that board Rachel's freebies, but nobody goes on Pinterest looking for Rachel's freebies. Cause so it's going to be harder to find that board in search because our boards can be found in search too. But if you, let's say my hormone health coach client, if she called it hormone health, let's see, I'm going to come up with something like, like balancing your hormones freebies or something like that, then it can get found in search. So you can do that with that board, make sure it's search optimized. I totally understand that. So I would, I would be like health coach building freebies. Perfect. I love that. Yes, yes, exactly. Yep. Or freebies for freebies to help grow your health coaching business. Yes. Because I know people are searching on Pinterest for grow your health co- coaching business, for example. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love it. So yeah. definitely don't name that your personal name, guys. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Everyone does that. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, name nobody's board, searchable boards. Right. Because our whole goal on Pinterest is to get found by people who don't already know us, but are looking right. for the things that we can help them with. And so people go onto Pinterest and they're not going to go, oh, I'm going to try to find Rachel's freebies. They're going to go try to figure out how to grow their health coaching business. And that's when they want, we want them to find your freebie board. I'm going to have to, <laughs> I'm going to have to go and make sure that my board names are searchable and that I don't have too much on my freebie list. And I okay. think same with podcast too. I know that I, but I, I'm not doing it properly. I'm not, and this is in full admission. I'm not actually making like a canvas size pen, which okay. I start doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're doing, are you doing like a square pen instead of a vertical doing, one? Yeah. I'm okay. doing like a pin over. Yeah. Site. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be better if you were to do the optimized size, but <laughs> exactly, exactly. Done is so better than perfect. I'm still doing something. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'd love to ask you sometime, like when you do that, are you seeing people seeing your pins and do you get people visiting and things like that? Because if we know that, then we know that even if it's not perfect, it can still work. <laughs> That's true. No, I am getting people visiting, but I'm not, I'm not optimizing my Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the part that I know that I need support and work on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of people find that they get started with Pinterest and they just get started imperfectly. And then they're like, oh, I'm starting to see people seeing my stuff and even visiting my website from Pinterest. And then they go, okay, now I get it. Like I'm going to invest some time in, in optimizing yeah. this process. So that's yeah. not, not uncommon. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I do. Yeah. All right. I got one more for you, but it goes along with number six, really. So and this is going to be a little bit advanced. So I'll go, I'll, I'll make it kind of snappy and make sure that if anyone's listening and they're like, oh, wow, okay, this is a lot that they're like, I'm going to focus on other ones and that's okay, but <laughs> this one's good too. So if you have a freebie board, like the one I just described, when you create your idea pens on Pinterest, they gave us this new tool last year, which I love. It's called a board sticker. And so at the end or even at the beginning or during your idea pen, you can add a sticker kind of like you do on Instagram where you go into stickers and you can add a sticker for the board that you want them to visit. Oh, wow. So basically you can say, okay, here's what my idea is. And if you want more like this, or if you want, you know, to access free resources to help you learn Pinterest or free resources to help you balance your hormones, here's my board for that. And you can put that little board sticker. And then when people tap on that board sticker, it brings them right to your board. It's like a little wormhole right to that oh, board. Oh, wow. And so, how, do you, how do you put that sticker on? Is it just going yeah. and trying to do an idea pen and then putting a sticker? Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a similar interface to an Instagram story, if anyone's used to that process, where you create what you want to create. And then you go to the bottom and there's a little sticker thing and you click stickers and it'll give you, you know, you can put little cute little pictures and hearts and stuff like that if you want. But what I like to do is just go right straight for the strategy and add, <laughs> add the board or there's other yeah. little tools in there, but the board sticker is right in the, in, among the stickers, kind of like on Instagram where like a link sticker is right. from our sticker tools. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. That's definitely one that I have to try to use. Yeah. It's good. It's good. <laughs> all right. So some of those were more advanced. Some of them are more basic. You don't have to do them all. You can pick one or two or three, but hopefully that gave some people some new ideas, some creative new ideas. I think the one that is a no brainer is swapping out your profile pick. Mm -hmm. I mean, that seems to be a no brainer. I love the one where it's the preview of the freebie. Mm -hmm. I mean, because if you just did one where you're scrolling, if you probably could do it on loom.com, if you did it on your phone, scroll, yeah. then you have a, then you have the MP4 already there. And then you just have to send it off to a virtual assistant. Exactly. That's perfect. That's a great workflow. Good thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else that we're missing from our Pinterest deep dive? Whew. Well, no, I mean, I think that like I, my goal would be for anybody who's listening, like if you're already doing Pinterest, maybe pick one or two of these things to put into play to help grow your email list and promote your lead magnet, which is really the same thing, right? And if you're brand new to Pinterest, then let this be inspiring to you and think about, you know, getting into it, learning a little bit about it. I have lots of great resources for doing that, of course, and just starting where you're at to get your profile set up and optimized. Yeah. And tell everyone about your free gift. If you're listening and you're a beginner, I would say I my the best place to go is my free Pinterest marketing masterclass. 
So it's called the five secrets for using Pinterest to grow your audience on autopilot and get clients. So it's really for coaches. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. It's really for coaches who want to grow their audience on autopilot and get more clients using Pinterest. And that can be accessed on my, on my website. And I can give you a link for the show notes. Share your website as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It's janaomedia.com. So it's J-A-N-A-O and then the word media.com. And the free resource is at jennaomedia.com forward slash free class. Perfect. Perfect. Can you, for somebody who has been doing Pinterest, what are the amount of time that they should dedicate to like their weekly optimization? Oh yeah. That's a great, oh, great question. Oh, do you mean weekly like optimizing the profile or do you mean pinning? Pinning. Okay. Yeah. Cause once you optimize your profile, it's kind of done. You don't have to keep revisiting it unless your offers change or something. Right. But for pinning, I always recommend for coaches that you plan on you and, or your team, whatever combination spending about four to six hours per month. Oh, that's not bad at all on creating your Pinterest content. Mm -hmm. And that's assuming that you did the work up front, which was a little bit more time consuming, right. To do the keyword research, set up your profile optimally you know, you have a keyword list that you already have that you can use to create your pins. But then once you've got those pieces in place and you've done that upfront work, it's just like four to six hours a week. And one of the reasons for that is that there's no engaging needed on Pinterest. You don't have to go in there and comment on other people's stuff and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's really just about creating or repurposing content onto Pinterest. So that should only take you about four to six hours a week if you've got a process dialed in. And for the person who is beginning their Pinterest journey, what can they estimate to usually have like their profile set up if they were actually going to do it in the, yeah. in the optimized way? Yeah. I mean, I've had people take my, my little, my course for doing that and do it all in one weekend and then they're done, oh, you wow. know, but there's also, you can also do a little bit at a time, you know, and do it over the course of a few weeks or even, you know, a couple of months if you need to come back and revisit things. So, but I think if you're going to sit down and really measure the time, it would probably take you maybe about six or seven hours to do all of the back work, the keyword research, put together your keyword plan, optimize your boards and your profile, add your new cover image, your new shiny cover image with your lead magnet. <laughs> you know, and those kinds of things. And then, and that's probably generous. It might take you less time if you're more, if you're faster, you know, at doing things like that. It kind of depends on, you know, how quickly you can design things and stuff. Yeah. 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 I love that. Do you think that we're missing anything? I mean, we talked about so many ways to boost your lead magnet, get more of our ideal client. I love that you talked about Pinterest being a search engine because your ideal client's already searching for that content. And then it's like, you're going to pop up and they're going to want to opt in. Yeah. And if there's anyone who's listening, who's not sure, they're like, well, I don't know if people are really searching on Pinterest for my thing. It's not food or home decor. You know, maybe you're a fertility coach, or maybe you help people with, you know, setting boundaries or things like that. And you're like, I don't know, is that really Pinteresty? Go into Pinterest and search for it and see what you find. I'll bet you'd be surprised. I, well, I'll tell you, I've searched for stuff like that and I'm blown away by how much there are like fertility checklist, food checklist, all these different things. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. People, especially it was already happening before the pandemic, but especially with the pandemic, it really accelerated Pinterest growth as a, a place. It's become like a hub for all kinds of self-care and wellness, physical and mental wellness and fitness information. And people go there looking for that information and things to try and do and buy to improve their health. So, yeah. 
Well, guys, if you have any questions, make sure you follow this lady. She's got a bunch of free resources that are amazing. Check out her Pinterest so that you have an idea of what yours should look like. <laughs> and of course, not exactly Jana's. You're going to be doing it for your own business. But to see what her boards look like, to see how she put them together, it's always great to get inspiration. Jana, do you want to say anything? Leave a last comment before we peace out. Just thank you so much for having this nerdy conversation with me. I love that you love this stuff too. <laughs> well, I geek out on anything that I think makes it also easier for us as coaches to run our business. Because yeah. I know a lot of coaches listening feel that drain of social media. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe this conversation can be rebranded. And how do you actually promote your lead gen without burnout? Love it. Trust is a great place to do that. Well, thank you, Jenna, for having, for coming on this podcast, not for having. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, it's been great. She's an amazing guest. Make sure you follow her and download her goodies. I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy. Bye guys. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right. So don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you. Bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys soon.